Right now at Safeway, shop the big BOGO sale and get all your favorite cleaning essentials. Buy one, get one 50% off. Head into Safeway and shop for select items like Febreze air fresheners, Airwick scented oil refills, Glade three-wick candles, Mr. Clean antibacterial cleaner, Method all-purpose cleaner, or soft scrub cleanser. And get them buy one, get one 50% off. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Let's go, everybody. Come on in. It is, what is this, Monday? Oh, my goodness, it's Monday night. Come on in. It's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing. You already know, as it always is. Come on in, everybody, on every platform. Do me a favor. As you come in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. Guys, we gather together every single Monday night, every single Monday night for one hour to pray and uh, it's an amazing day all right come on in every platform speak to me as you come in let me know where you're watching from and harvest we use this word shalom that's how we greet one another and literally means nothing missing nothing broken nothing lacking all as well i encourage you to make that part of the way that you address and you connect with people especially people that you want to speak life into every time you speak you're releasing a spirit john 6 63 says that the words that we speak our spirit and what you speak is since it's a spirit that means it doesn't just live in the environment that you're in everything you speak because it's a spirit number one it's invisible number two it's transferable which means you can speak something in denver but change something in atlanta you can speak something in South Africa and change something in Edmonton. I just saw those two cities come in on IG. So I want to encourage you to always be mindful of what you speak. All right. Houston, good to see you. Come on in, everybody on every platform. Let me know where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. Listen, guys, this is an amazing uh, week. This is the beginning of the spring biblical feast. It's the beginning of the spring. There's Alexa. It's the beginning of the spring biblical feast. That is happening this week, and uh, and so we'll talk more about that in just a moment. We're already uh, on the precipice of Passover, which is the first feast of first fruits, which is also on Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. That's on Sunday, and simultaneously, while both of those are happening, you have the Feast of Unleavened Bread. I'll talk to you more about that, and uh, and then 50 days from now, you got the Feast of Pentecost. Morrow, Georgia, good to see you. Can we all just pray for one hour? That's what he said. Let, could you not pray for me for one hour? Lagos, Nigeria, Toronto, calendar, California, excuse me, Canada, Oakland, California, Denver's in the house, Green Valley Ranch is in the house, Lafayette, Colorado is in the house, Where Parker, Colorado is in the house, Buckhead, Georgia is in the house. Come on, wherever you're at on every platform, we got TikTok over here, wherever you're at, whatever platform you're on, come on in and speak to me as you come in. You all, prayer is so powerful because prayer gives us the ability to change things. It's 3 a.m. where you're at and you're waiting. Wow, to God be the glory, to God be the glory for that. Vegas, good to see you. That is amazing that you would make sure that you went up at three so you can pray. That's amazing. Praise God. God's going to meet us as he always does. Listen, guys, prayer is going to be, um, prayer is always good, but tonight you're going to get some really, really specific 
um, instructions and things. The Lord's given me three specific things that we're going to cover in prayer tonight. They're going to be really good for you, especially in light of this week. Uh, while this is a supernatural week, you have to know me, you, or you have to know this principle rather, whenever something supernatural is going on, you have to expect that there's going to be an attempt for some type of um, demonic interference. And we're going to shut that down today in prayer. All right, let's go. Father, we honor you. We bless you. We thank you, sir, for this day and this time. We give you the glory because you're good, you're faithful, you're awesome, you're mighty, you're strong, you're undisputed. You are the great I am. You're an amazing God. And we tell you, thank you. We love you and we lift you. Because there is no God like you. There is no God beside you. Tonight, God, we thank you that we have the privilege of being able to pray. We thank you that we have the privilege of being able to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain favor and mercy in our time of need. God, we love you. And we honor you tonight. We thank you, God, that you are the our forgiving God. You said in 1 John chapter 1, if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. This means that you are not looking for us to be perfect. You're just looking for us to confess that we know that we're not perfect. So we confess tonight, God, and we are not perfect. We confess tonight, God, that we have sinned and falling short of your glory, but you forgive us. We are forgiven. It's not that we're sinless. We just sin less, but we are forgiven. And it's not that we are perfect. You're just perfecting those things that concern us. And for that, we tell you, thank you tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father, we confess our sin before you. That's where we make mistakes. The word sin means to miss the mark. We thank you tonight, God, for every place where we have missed the mark, that you are the God that forgives us, and then you give us another opportunity to hit the mark. Number two, we ask for forgiveness for our iniquity. This is a generational sin, and we have passed down and around. We ask that you would forgive us for that tonight. Forgive us for not being curse breakers. Forgive us for not being those that interrupt the cycles of dysfunction. Forgive us for not being those that interrupt the, the cycles of a mess and foolishness. And number three, God, we ask that you forgive us for our iniquity, uh, excuse me, transgression. That is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. We thank you that you forgive us tonight and that your blood covers us. Your blood covers us. Your blood covers us. Your blood covers us. And we thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, we love you, Lord, because you are perfect in all your ways. You are faithful. You are undisputed champion and king. You are the great I am. You are the Lord that not only forgives us, but you are the Lord that favors us. You are the God that gives your people supernatural favor. Favor is preferential treatment. And we thank you tonight that that's the type of God that you are. We thank you that you forgive us. We thank you that you favor us. We thank you, Lord, that when our faith is weak, you give us the gift of faith. You are the God that gives us faith. So tonight, even in our time of prayer, give us faith tonight. Wherever we are weak, wherever we are wavering, wherever we are weary, Give us faith in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that you hear us tonight. We do not have to be unsure. We do not have to be uncertain. We do not have to guess. We do not have to wonder. You hear us tonight. And because you hear us, you will answer us. Because you hear us, you will respond to us. Your ear is not too heavy where you cannot hear. Your ear is not too heavy where you cannot hear. And we thank you for that now in the name of Jesus. Now, God, as we navigate through this time of prayer, give us what we are to pray. Do not just let us speak aimlessly, but give us what to pray. Prayer is our way to be specific. Prayer is our way to be strategic. You said that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. 
To be effective means that we are specific and strategic. And to be fervent, it means that we are passionate and persistent. Tonight in prayer, God, make us specific. Make us strategic. And tonight in prayer, God, make us passionate and make us persistent. I pray that we knock and keep knocking until doors open. That we seek and keep seeking until we find what we're looking for. And Father, that we would uh, uh, continue to pursue until we possess in the name of Jesus. You said, ask, seek, and knock. We will ask and keep asking until we attain in the name of Jesus. So tonight, God, I pray that you be with us in this time of prayer. Tonight, God, we ask that many people would come and give their lives to you in this time of prayer. Tonight, God, we pray that we would see swift results. We are in the season of the spring feast, which means, God, we expect to see swift results. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody on every platform, drop an amen right there. Do me a favor, guys. If you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. To God be the glory. Uh, 689, this is, this is my last count. Uh, of how many people have given their lives to the Lord. Can you just drop that in the comments and put a praise behind it? Thank God for that 689 recorded decisions. There's probably certainly more than that. That's just the ones we know about because we were able to catch them and record them. So good to see you. All right, listen, come on Atlanta. Listen, glad you made it safe. So listen, um, several things we're gonna cover in prayer. The first thing is this. I, I always pray about what we pray about. And I wanna encourage you to make this your uh, your normal, your routine. Don't just pray, but ask the Lord to pray. You pray about what you pray about. And the reason you want to do this is because when you come into prayer, prayer is this legal term to adjudicate. And the scripture uses legal terms over and over again. And the Bible talks about prayer. Why? Because it's our way to get in front of God, who is our judge. He is also our attorney. He is also our jury. Which means that anything that goes on, God says, I need you to take the approach like you're presenting a legal case. That's why every time you hear me pray anything, I always quote the scripture. Why do I quote the scripture? Because Isaiah says, state your case before me. Let us contend together. Which means every time I pray, I got to put the word, I have to attach the word to it. The same is true, for example, in legal systems around the world. You don't just get to go to a judge and say, well, you know, uh, I don't like the way this happened. I don't like this. You have to state your case. You have to say, this is my petition. This is my petition. And I'm asking the court to grant me relief based on this statute, based on this law. I'm going to say it again. This is my petition. And this is the relief I'm asking the court to grant me based on this statute, based on this word. So anytime you pray, you always want to state your case. And that's why you want to uh, be able to pray and uh, you pray about what to pray about. That's Isaiah 43, 26. That's Isaiah 41, 21. Every time we come before the Lord, we want to make sure that we state our case. So we got to get word that goes with this thing. We got to have Bible that we attach this to this thing. Why? Because the Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away. Guess what won't pass away? Not one uh, piece of his word. Not one word will pass away. Not one word. Heaven and earth will. That's Matthew 5 and 18. But he says, not one tiny pin stroke will pass away until it's been accomplished. All right. The first thing we're going to pray about tonight is this. There's one thing that the Lord, two things that the Lord says in the scripture that he will not share with man. Uh, one is his glory. One is his vengeance. And Isaiah 42, 8 says this. I will not give my glory to anyone else, nor share my praise with any carved idols. Tonight, 
as we start out in prayer, and again, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Um, God says, in prayer, and hear me, he says, I need my people to look at areas where they've been giving glory to something else. Let's talk. I need my people to look at where they've been giving glory to someone else. Glory is the Hebrew word kabod, which means weight. Now, let me give you some examples. Are you glorifying the, the conditions or are you glorifying Jesus? Are you glorifying the, your Judas or are you glorifying your John? Basically, what's the difference? John was there for Jesus. Judas was against Jesus. Now, you have to pick which one you're going to focus on. You have to pick which one that you're going to put weight on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Are you glorifying your God or are you glorifying your giant? Are you glorifying what's messing with you or are you glorifying the God that's making things work together for your good? So the Lord spoke to me. He said, son, I want you to start prayer tonight by my people giving me glory because too many things are getting glory and are getting praise and are getting worship. How many of you wave at me in the comments, if you can be honest, that sometimes you give too much attention, too much weight to what you ought not give weight to? Wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. We're all getting my hands up first. Sometimes we give too much attention, too much weight, too much glory to the negative, and we don't give glory to the God that can take negative and turn it into the positive. Sometimes you get stressed out, and the reason you're stressed out is because you are giving glory to the negative. You're not giving glory to the God that has the ability to change it. How do I know I'm doing this, Bishop? It comes out in how you speak. It comes out in what you say. It comes out in, in you being negative. It comes out in what and how you think. If you're always sad about the same thing, could it be that you're giving glory to the wrong thing? If you are always stressed about the same thing, could it be that you're giving glory to the wrong thing? Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we give you your glory. Forgive us tonight, God, for giving glory to anything beside you. Forgive us for glorifying Judas when we had John. Forgive us for glorifying negative when there's so much positive. Forgive us for glorifying what's not going the way we want it to go when there's so many good things that are going the way we want them to go. Forgive us, God, for giving glory to the enemy and both the devil this, the devil this, the devil this, and not giving glory to you. We ask that you would forgive us for that tonight, God, and we give you your glory. We give you all of the weight in the situation, the kabod. We give you the weight in the situation. We say that you are undefeated and you will always, according to Corinthians, lead us into triumph. You are the God that makes all things work together for our good. So we give you the glory tonight. Come on, y'all pray with me. We give you the glory tonight and we honor you and we bless you because you are undisputed. We honor you and we bless you, God. Forgive us for having a negative attitude because we gave glory to the wrong thing. Forgive us for having a negative outlook because we gave glory to the wrong thing. Forgive us for having a negative disposition because we gave glory to the wrong thing. We give you the glory tonight. And from this point on, God, check us whenever we give glory to someone else but you. You said in Isaiah 42 and 8, you will not share your glory with anybody else. 
You will not share your glory with anybody else, which means you're not going to share it with the spouse. You're not going to share it with the child. You're not going to share it with the boss. You're not going to share it with the situation. You're not going to share it with the friend. You are not going to share it with anything else. So we give you glory. Praise God for that. On TikTok, we give you glory tonight in the name of Jesus. Come on. Can I just get you to take a couple of seconds and type that in the comments? I give you glory, God. I give you glory, God. Forgive us for giving our situation more glory than you. You said you will not share it. Forgive us for giving our haters more glory. Forgive us for spending so much time talking about haters when there's so many more people that are for us than against us. Forgive us for focusing on things that are not going the way we want when there's so many more things going the way that we want. Forgive us for disrespecting your miracles. Come on. Forgive us for disrespecting your goodness. Forgive us for disrespecting your consistency. Forgive us for disrespecting your uh, reliability. Forgive us for disrespecting your favor. We give you glory tonight. We give you all of the weight. We give you all of the way. David can be bold because he glorified you, not Goliath. Peter can walk on water at first because he glorified you and not the water. Uh, uh, we see over and over again that when people gave you the glory, that you changed their story. And when we give you the glory tonight, you're about to rewrite our story. I dare you to drop that in the comments. You're about to rewrite our story. When we give you the glory, you will rewrite our story. We will have total vision on giving you the glory. I pray that we not be distracted to give anything or anybody else the glory. I pray that we not be distracted to give any other person our focus other than you. Forgive us for that. And we give you the glory. You won't share it. You won't share it. You won't share it. You won't share it. And since you won't share it, that means we've got to give it to you. Let's go here. Father, forgive us for trying to get glory ourselves. Come on, y'all. Let's go further in prayer. Forgive us for being mad at people who did not honor what we did for them when really, God, we should have been giving you the glory. Y'all going to get quiet on the comments now. Father, forgive us for being angry at people who did not do right by us when really we should have just gave you the glory. We wouldn't be mad. We wouldn't be upset. We wouldn't be frustrated with their lack of appreciation for us if the entire time we were doing it for your glory. So everything we do, God, according to your word, we will do all for the glory of God. That's 1 Corinthians 10 and 31. Father, in our serving, it'll be for your glory. In our worship, it'll be for your glory. And our praise, it'll be for your glory. And our helping people, it will be for your glory. God, we set other people free tonight. I just need you to type release. We release those that we were angry at or mad at or frustrated at because they didn't appreciate what we did or they did not honor what we poured or they did not respect how we helped them. We do it for your glory, which means if they never say thank you, you go make sure we're taken care of. If they never appreciate it, you're going to make sure we're taken care of. If they never, ever honor it, you're going to make sure we're taken care of. Father, forgive us for thinking that someone actually had the power to use us. No person has the power to use us. No person has the power to take advantage of us. According to Ephesians 6 and 8, anything good that we do, we will receive the same from the Lord, which means, God, that we are not looking to people for glory. So we release them. We release the expectation of a thank you. Oh, my God. 
We release the expectation. Y'all ready for this? Of loyalty. We release the expectation of, of doing something extra. We release that expectation and say everything we do, we do it for your glory. So tonight, as Passover gets ready to begin, we ain't mad at nobody. We refuse to be bitter at anybody. We refuse to be upset at anybody. We release so we can receive. We release so we can receive. We release so we can receive. We release so we can receive right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Drop an amen right there. Let's talk for a moment in between prayers. Let's talk, you all. Um, how many of you can be honest that sometimes you have gotten mad, angry, frustrated, bitter, upset, that people that you did things for, it didn't seem like they appreciated it. It didn't seem like they honored it. It didn't seem like they respected it. And it made you, it, it ticked you off. Wave at me, wave at me, wave at me. That's a natural thing. That's a natural thing. Can I be honest with you? That was one of the things as a pastor uh, and a leader of people that I, the Lord, it took me, can I be honest with you? It took me some time to get that lesson. It took me some time to get that lesson because uh, I am, my nature is paternal. And so I would pour, 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 pour. And then to have a poor piss on kind of would just make you be like, what? And so you got two choices. You can get bitter or you can get better. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that every day of our life, we would always pick better over bitter. Drop that in all caps in the comments. Better, better. Every day of my life, we would always pick better over bitter. Every day of our life, we'd always pick better over bitter. So that would happen, Tunisia, and when that would happen, that would, I mean, I would be like, God, and can I be honest with you? It would hurt me deeply. It would hurt me deeply because you don't know the extent that I would go. You see me online, you see me live, you see me Sundays, you see me pray, you see me Wednesdays, but you, you, you didn't see, you didn't see all of the behind the scenes stuff. And so the extent that I would go and in investing in some people, I mean, was, was very intense. And so the Lord had to teach me this lesson. And here's what he said. He said, son, why are you mad? I said, God, well, look at all of this. I mean, at least they did it. He said, he said, do it for my glory. And if you do it for my glory and watch me and, and don't expect any glory. I said, but Lord, I ain't expecting all of that. He said, no, 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 no. He says, every time you have an expectation that, that listen to this, y'all, this is going to help you. Every time you have an expectation where as a result of your poor, that there should be um, that there should be some expectation back, whatever that might be, a loyalty, consistency. He says, you are setting yourself up. He says, because I am the God that will cause you to reap in places you never sowed. Am I helping anybody tonight? I am the God that Ephesians 6, 8, anything good you do, I'm going to make sure to pay you back. They don't have enough to do it anyhow. Who am I talking to right there? They don't have enough to do it anyhow. They don't have enough. They don't even see what you gave them. They don't, they'll learn later. They don't even see it. Am I helping anybody? So let's pray that. Because sometimes what's going to happen, right after prayer, I'm going to release a reel about three spirits that try to get in your way. Judas, Jezebel, Jonah. Um, three J's that get in your way. And one of the things that can happen, that can get in your way, is that when you experience a Judas type situation where there's a betrayal or there's something negative that goes on, and all of that happened this week, the week of Passover, 2,000 years ago, that's what happened. That's literally what happened this week, 2,000 years ago. It can get you bitter. It can get you angry. It can get you frustrated. So you end up forfeiting your future 
and forfeiting your favor over somebody that's not even worth it. I need you to put this in the comments. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth you holding a grudge. Look at me. It's not worth Don't you go look on their page. It is not worth you looking on their page. Don't you even don't you even ask. Keep it moving. Come on, I need you to drop that on the scoop on the screen. Keep it moving. It's not worth it. It is not worth don't keep it moving. Don't you look at it? Don't you well, why they do me like this? Because that's what they did. Keep it moving. You don't look on their pay. You don't check nothing. Uh-uh. Keep it moving. Father, I pray in Jesus' name. I like that, Kazina Kim. We will keep it moving. K-I-M. And we would keep it moving. And we would not get caught up or stuck in an expectation for somebody to do something. You are the God. You are the Ephesians 6 and 8 God. You are the Ephesians 6 and 8 God. Whatever good we do, we will receive the same back from the Lord. It will come from you. You will send it to somebody else to do it for us. You will have us meet somebody else that we didn't do anything for. That'll be the one that sows. You, you, you will bring it to us in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We will keep it moving. We will not be stuck. We will not be frustrated. We will not be angry. We will not be bitter. Keep it moving. In Jesus' name. Why? Because you get the glory. And everything we do is for your glory. So everything we do, we say to God be the glory. Everything we do, we say, oh, look at the Lord. Everything we do, we point back to you. That way we don't have an expectation from people. Our expectation is from you. Oh, God. We don't have an expectation from people. Our expectation is from you. For some of you, you need to take some of these expectations you put on people and you need to shift them and put them on God. He'll raise up somebody else to do it. He'll raise up somebody else to sell you thank you. Come on here. He'll raise up somebody else to sow it to you. He'll raise up somebody else to help you. He'll raise up somebody else to bless you. He'll raise up somebody else to appreciate it. He'll raise up somebody else that'll uh, be the support that you need. He will raise up another. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Right? Listen to me, guys. One of the most freeing things you can do for yourself. There's three things we're covered in prayer tonight. There's three things we're covered in prayer tonight. This has been the first. One of the most freeing things you can do for yourself is release people. Is release them. And what do you mean release them? Release the expectation. Release the expectation um, that because you poured, because you did, because you blah, 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 whatever the blank is, that your expectation is that you're going to get it back from them. You'll get it back from the Lord. So God will raise up somebody else. Look at me. He will pay you back. Now, don't interpret that to mean that if there is money, I'm saying you should get the money. Now, you know, that's you got you got to deal with that. Don't, don't misinterpret what I just said now. All right. But I'm not expecting it from you. I release them. I release them. It's that free. For some of you need to release your ex. You ready? I don't, there's four of you right now. I just heard that loud and clear. There's four of you across all these platforms right now where you're watching me. There's at least four of you. Yes, Lord. There's at least four of you where you are mad as heaven, hell, and earth at your ex because everything you wanted them to do for you, you're watching them do for another. Who are you? Wave at me because you're about to get free tonight in prayer. Who are you? Wave at me. You're about to get free tonight in prayer. 
whoever you are, wave at me. There's at least four of you. No guilt, no shame. You ain't got to feel ashamed of that. That's human. You're a human being. That's normal. Oh, but you're going to get free in prayer tonight. That's one. That's two. That's three. Where's the fourth? There's at least four. There's the four. There's a four. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, in Jesus name, I release my expectations. I release my bitterness as it relates to other people. You are the Ephesians 6 and 8 God, and you will pay me back. I have not wasted anything. I have not wasted time. I have not wasted energy. I have not wasted money. I have not wasted uh, 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 emotion. Oh, God. I have not wasted information. I have not wasted intellect. I was sowing it, and I called in my harvest. I was sowing it, and I called in my harvest. You are the Ephesians 6 and 8 God, and I put a demand on what I've released that I would receive in Jesus' name. Come on, can I get you to drop a praise in the comments right there? Dropping a praise in the comments right there. Whatever platform you are on, drop a praise. Whoa, God, don't I feel better. Now, I didn't feel bad in the first place, but just, whoa, there was just a, mm, right there. Just release, just release, just release, just release, just release. Anytime you feel bitter, you feel angry, you feel stuck, you need to say, am I doing, did I do that for God's glory or for mine? Did I do that for God? Some of you parents, I just heard this. Some of you parents, you're like, how are my kids doing me like this? Come on, parent. If that's you, keep it 100. Wave at me. How are my kids doing me like this? After all I've done, look at me. Look at me, parent. Look at me. God is going to make sure that your ladder is greater. God is going to make sure that your ladder is greater. What you did, you did for his glory. And even if they don't thank you, even if they don't appreciate you, while they got pictures celebrating other people and won't even have do right by you. Oh, I'm coming for you tonight. I, I heard the Holy Ghost right there. For some of you, your anger is they will celebrate strangers more than they'll celebrate you. They'll celebrate people they've never met more than they celebrate you. I speak it in Jesus' name tonight that the Ephesians 6 and 8 God, that he would repay you and that you would know that what you have done, you have not done in vain. You did not waste your time. I even heard, I heard one of you today, the Holy Ghost is talking loud. One of you literally said, my kid, I've laid him a Frankenstein. Who is that? Wave at me. You said that today. You said that today. You literally said that out of your mouth today. I made them a Frankenstein. Wave at me, whoever you are. The Holy Ghost is talking loud tonight. I tell you, the Ephesians 6 and 8 God is going to pay. I see you. The Ephesians 6 and 8 God over on Instagram is going to pay you back. He's going to pay you back. He's going to pay you back. And I pray that he show your children the error of their ways. And I pray that he show your sons and your daughters the error of their dishonor and the error of their disrespect. And they're not just going to apologize. I heard the Lord say they're going to have to put some money on it too. God, talk Jesus. They're going to have to put some money on it too. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. For every leader, 
when you sit in a leadership seat, you have to lead for God's glory because sometimes you will teach, 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 develop, 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 develop and, 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 and people will not do it for you and then they're going to do it for somebody else. They will not do it for you and you'll be like, what is going on? I pray that you recognize your leadership is not in vain, that your poor in the people is not in vain. If you do it for God's glory, you never, ever have to worry because God is never going to be left owing you anything. What you have done, do it for his glory and you will never be left owed anything. The Ephesians 6 and 8, God passed the league on league. The Ephesians 6 and 8, God will pay you back and it will be more than you released. He's a God that takes seed and turns it into harvest. He's a God that takes little and turns it into much. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, come on y'all, let's go up, that some would see 30-fold, some would see 60-fold, some would see 100-fold, but that you would see it, watch me, watch me, I heard the Lord, that you would see it this quarter, that's Mark 4 and 20, that you would see it this quarter, that you would see it this quarter, that you would see it this quarter, come on, drop that in the comments in all caps, this quarter, this quarter. This quarter, this quarter, this second quarter, April, May, and June, 2023, some 30, some 60, some 90, but that you would see it and you would see it this quarter. Come on, y'all, that you would see it this quarter in Jesus' name. Guys, why do I have you say so much? Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of your tongue. If you don't say it, you are never going to see it. Why do I have you touch your neighbor? Because, or uh, when I'm in church and then online, I have you type in the comments. Why? Because the Bible says, where, Matthew 18, 19, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. All right? So the reason I have you do those two things so much is because there's a spiritual principle behind it. But for some of you, you need to, especially those of you who work at home and that kind of thing, you need to hear, your, you need to hear yourself saying it. You need to get it in your atmosphere. You need to get it in your home. If you're looking in the car, and, and don't be typing and driving at the same time, but you know, but in your car, you need to get it in your car. You need to get it in your atmosphere so that you hear this thing move forward. All right. So, so, so listen. Everything you do, do it for His glory. Isaiah 42 and 8. He won't share His glory. So anything you do, take the expectations off of somebody else, even, listen, and, but listen, shouldn't people do right? They should, but but listen, we can, we don't have time to be rehabilitating grown people. I don't know who that's for. I pray that your gift of mercy would make you stop trying to rehabilitate people. Oh my God, who is that? I pray that your mercy gift would make you stop trying to change people that even Jesus wouldn't even try to change. Bishop, what do you mean? He loves everybody. Oh, he loves everybody. He didn't try to change everybody. Read your Bible. He never tried to change Judas. Not once did he check Judas because he said, I know this Mark and I know this Mark ain't worth my time. I know this Mark is not going to change. I know this Mark is an urban colloquialism that means person whom I don't enjoy. I know this Mark ain't going to do right. I know he's not. So I'm not spending one moment of my time trying to rehabilitate him. I got 11 dudes that's gonna do right. Let me focus on these 11 instead of this mark that's not. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. God, we will not try to do what even you wouldn't 
what even you wouldn't. What even you wouldn't do. Okay, can I give y'all a scripture to help you with that? Let me give you a scripture. Uh, let me give you a scripture. Let me give you a scripture. Um, this is in Exodus 32 and 10. So Moses has this mercy thing. And why is Moses so merciful? Moses is so merciful because Moses deals with these rejection issues. Remember when he was a kid, Yoshebel, his mother, sent him down the Nile River. When she sent him down the Nile River, she sent him um, by himself, but she kept the other two kids. So she keeps Aaron, she keeps Miriam, but she sends Moses down the road. So Moses deals with this sense of abandonment. Moses deals with this sense of rejection. So now, look at me, guys. Whenever you've dealt with rejection and abandonment, what do you do, Pastor Flowers? What you end up doing is you can end up overcompensating for other people. David did the same thing. Matter of fact, one of David's mighty men said to David that you love who hates you and you hate who loves you. Father, don't let us love who hate us and hate who loves us. Don't let us give to don't let us give um, to people what it is that we are not ordained to give to them. What it is that we are not ordained to give to them. Oh my God. Right? Let me show you the scripture. Moses struggles with that his entire life. So consequently, when he deals with the children of Israel as he's leading them, what does Moses struggle? Is that he's constantly, he's constantly trying to do for them. He's constantly, no, don't say nothing to him. Y'all leave him alone. No, don't mess with him. And some of you, you are not helping people. You are enabling people because you are doing what even God would not do. Father, don't let us do what even you would not do. I pray that tonight, whoever, whoever you needed to have a cord cut in your emotions, Whoever you needed to have a cord cut in your spirit, I pray that the cord would be cut now. Mm. Oh, my God. I pray that whomever there needs to be a cord cut with, that that cord would cut now. Isaiah 10 says that the anointing would break the yoke. What's a yoke? It's a connection. What is that? It's a cord. For some of you, there are cords that you have to people that don't mean you good. They don't mean you well. They are leeches. They only desire what they can get. And they wouldn't help you if you were on fire. Jesus. Exodus 32.10. Exodus 32.10. Let me give you a scripture. Only three things we're covered in prayer. This is the first one. Exodus 32.10. Here's what God says to Moses. Um, now, remember, Moses struggles with rejection issues. Moses struggles with abandonment issues. Moses um, overcompensates with the children of Israel. So God says to him, whoa, God. God says to him, Moses, leave me alone because I am about to consume the children of Israel. He says, don't say nothing to me. Literally, this is the conversation God has with Moses. God says, don't say nothing to me. I am about to consume all of them in a moment. And Moses, I will start over with you and make a great nation of you. And you know what Moses does? Moses talks God out of it. Did y'all hear what I just said? Moses talks God out of it. He says, don't do this, Lord. Don't do this to them. Give them another chance. Give them another chance. God was like, Moses, they're not going to change. 
And I'm telling you, they're not going to change. I am telling, I am God. This is what God said to Moses. I am God telling you this mark ain't going to change. And you sitting up here telling me how it's going to change. I'm telling you, cut the cord. Let me consume them. I'm done with them. Everybody look at me. If God says that about somebody, what you going to do? Who you finna rehabilitate? Who you finna keep helping? Y'all not saying nothing to me in these comments. And people will try to put stuff on you. Were you a Christian? Were you a pastor? Were you a leader? Were you a believer? That does not mean I'm stupid. Come on here, y'all. That does not mean that you finna keep pissing on my leg and telling me it ain't nothing but warm water. I can smell it. Come on here, y'all. Come on, I know it's aggressive in prayer, but you gotta be aggressive in prayer. You gotta be aggressive in prayer. Father, I pray that we would not make the mistake that Moses did. I pray that we would not make the mistake that Moses did. I pray that we would not make the mistake that Moses did, but that we would have freedom in Jesus' name. Come on, drop freedom in the comments. Freedom in the comments. But many of you people will use that against you, and you'll use it against yourself. Well, you know, you ain't perfect. Yeah, but you, but trust me, it's one thing to not be perfect. It's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing to be that, though. It's a whole nother thing to be that. But you don't do everything right. Yeah, that's true. But I'm at least right, attempting to right my wrongs. It's totally different when you're dealing with people who are not attempting to right their wrongs. It's quiet in the comments. He said, Bishop, you must have been the fly on the wall. I got the Holy Ghost. I told y'all I pray about what we pray about. I literally say, God, what is it that you want to say? What is it that you want to pray about? What is, what is it that we need to deal with in prayer? What is it that we need to deal with in prayer? Guys, do me a favor. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share whatever platform you're on. We got 20 minutes left and we're almost done. We pray for one hour on Monday nights. All right. And then like last week, I'm going to be live with you every day this week. All right. Uh, for pop-ups. Listen, that's the first thing. Isaiah 42 and 8. Can I just give you one more thing about why Moses did that and try to talk him out of it? Because Moses, he really, look at me. When you've dealt with rejection and abandonment, you know what you really want is acceptance. And acceptance is often confused with glory. The, the acceptance is confused with glory. Moses, you really want the glory. You want to say, look, God, you gave up on them, but I, I did it. And God said, God said, no, sir, you're not going to do what I even I wouldn't do. You really wanted the glory, Moses. Father, don't let us seek your glory. Don't let us have a desire for your glory. Don't let us seek your glory. Moses did it because really he wanted to be able to say, look, I did what you said couldn't be done. Look, look, God, look at what happened. Look at what, look at, look at this. Look at how good this is. But some of you, you are seeking glory and don't even know it. You're seeking glory and don't even know it. Why do you want to start the business? Because you really want to build a great business or because you want glory from somebody that told you you couldn't do it? Good God. God, don't let us seek your glory. Why do you want the relationship? Because you like them or because you want to show somebody that I can move on and get somebody else to just like you did? God, we will not seek your glory. And you know what's crazy? Is Moses, after that, God was like, okay, cool, do what you want. 
You can have whatever you like. Do whatever you want, Moses. I'm going to let you do it. But this is your problem. But this is your problem. And guess what ends up happening, y'all? The children of Israel, they still don't go into the promised land. So check this out. Moses misses his promise because he's ticked off at them and hits the rock one time, uh, which was really Jesus' anthropomorphization of Jesus. But then they don't even go in. You got to be joking. So Moses, you did all of this and it still ended up the same way. I don't know who needs to hear this loud and clear tonight, but you can do all of that and it's still going to end up the same way because you're dealing with somebody and you're dealing with a spirit that even Jesus wouldn't try to rehabilitate. Set us free, God. 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 Here's the second thing. Second thing that God says he will not share. He will not share with man. Number one is his glory. Number two is vengeance. Vengeance. These things go hand in hand. These things go hand in hand. God says, I will not share my vengeance with anybody. Listen to me, y'all. Deuteronomy 32 and 35. Vengeance is mine and recompense. Their foot shall slip in due time for their day of calamity is at hand and the things to come hasten upon them. Everybody look at me. Now, in Deuteronomy, God literally says, all right, I'm not going to share my vengeance with if you get them, then I won't. If you clap back, I won't. If you now, let's be clear, Christians, because vengeance doesn't uh, venge, handling business has nothing to do with being vengeful. Father, show us the difference. Father, show us the difference. Father, show us the difference. Because a lot of Christians will say, you know, yeah, so and so, yeah, they oh, they're supposed to do this, but you know, I'm just gonna leave it alone. And if that's what your conviction is, that's what your conviction is. But hear me clearly handling business does not mean that you're being vengeful. I gotta say that one more time handling business does not mean that you are being vengeful, all right. And I pray that God would show you that distinction because some people, what well, me, you will you will let things happen and 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 you're like, okay, is this is this is this me trying to get back, or is this me just getting just handling the business? Okay, vengeance is mine. Vengeance. Let me give you the definition of vengeance. We got to pray this fast. Let me give you the definition of vengeance so that you understand. The definition of vengeance is this: punishment inflicted as retribution for an injury or wrong. You're doing it as retribution. You're doing it as retribution. And God says, vengeance is mine. He says, don't you try to get even. Now, he never said, don't handle business. It's quiet right there. He never said, don't handle business. He just said, vengeance is mine. In other words, if you try to get retribution to feel better, what are you trying to get? Glory. So now you're wanting something else that's mine. Father, in Jesus' name, you said vengeance is yours. So number one, God, I pray that you show us the difference. Show us when it's being vengeful and show us when it says handling business. You never told us not to handle business. In fact, your word says in business, be men. In business, handle business as, as, as men. And that wasn't a sexist thing. And that wasn't a chauvinistic thing you were saying. 
Proverbs 22 and 29, you were saying to handle business in a mature way. So, Father, I pray that you, number one, show us the difference. So we do not think that we are being vengeful because we're handling business and we do not uh, conflate and confuse being vengeful with handling business. I pray, God, number one, you show us the difference in every situation because handling business, you told us to do. But getting vengeance, you said that's yours. Handling business, you said that's on us to do. But getting vengeance, you said that's on you. So in Jesus' name tonight, God, I pray that we would literally know the difference. And I pray, God, that you would do what you said. Vengeance is yours. So, God, every person, every place, thing, or idea that you must avenge us for, God, we say avenge swiftly. Come on, y'all. We say avenge swiftly. That's Exodus 32 and 11. We say avenge swiftly. We say avenge swiftly. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that you are the God that will clap back for us. You are the God that will get retribution for us and not just vengeance. Here's the best part. And recompense. Vengeance says deal with them. Recompense says pay us back for what we had to go through. Vengeance says deal with them, but recompense says pay us back for pain and suffering. Pay us back for what we had to deal with. So, Father, we call on the God of uh, uh, Deuteronomy 32 and 35, and we speak vengeance and recompense, God. And we call it for swiftly. We don't just call it for swiftly, Lord. Your word says that you would do it in due time. Their day of disaster and their calamity is at hand and it will hasten. It will come quickly. Father, we pray that we see vengeance and recompense quickly. Come on, y'all, drop that word in the comments. We pray that we receive vengeance and recompense swiftly. We pray that we receive vengeance and recompense manifest in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, show us the difference so we know what we might need not even deal with. So we know what needs to not even be on our plate. So we know what not needs to be on our table. So we know what not needs to be something that we're concerned about. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, can I get you to drop these two initials in the comments? VR, not virtual reality. No, 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 no. Vengeance and recompense. Because God says, I'm going to deal with them and I'm going to pay you back. Here it is again, Ephesians 6 eight. I will deal with them. I will pay you back. I will deal with them. I will pay you back. I will deal with them. I will pay you back. I will deal with them. I will pay you back. I will pay you back. The Lord asked me something while I was in the gym working out. Um, I was on the this thing. I don't know what you call the twist. I call it the twist. It's probably called something else for this year. I was on this. And the Lord asked me something. He said, son, do you want me to do this? He asked me about a particular situation. He said, this is what the Lord asked me, okay? He said, Bishop, where, is it? where can you back that up in Scripture? Oh, I, I can back that up real easy. In 2 Kings, uh, after Solomon sold, when Solomon sold 1,000, uh, he sold a, a significant offering. And uh, hold on, let me get it to you. Let me give you the, the Scripture reference. He sold 1,000 burnt offerings. This was in, uh, excuse me, 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3. He sold 1,000 burnt offerings. He sold significantly. When he sold significantly, the Bible says that the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And the Lord said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Do y'all hear me? Um, I pray that your seed be so strong 
Jesus, that literally the Lord would ask you, what do you want me to do about that? He asked me, what did he want me to do? What did I desire for him to do about a particular situation? That's first Kings chapter three. That's Bible. This is what do you want me to do about a particular situation? And I thought about for a minute on that same thing. It's like, okay, God, I said, God, all right, do you want, I said, is that being vengeful? Is that being, literally, this is, this is, I had just, this was discussing. So okay, Lord, this is what I want you to do, but is that being vengeful? He said, no. He said, that is the results of that action. He said, that's handling business. That's handling business. You got to know the difference. You got to know the difference. All right. We prayed about getting God, making sure God gets the glory. And number two, we prayed about how vengeance is the Lord's. Those are two things God said that he will never, ever share with man. All right. Here's the last thing we're going to pray about this week. This week um, is the, the beginning of Spring Feast. You'll hear sometimes people call it Holy Week. Um, the reality is, is that every day with the Lord is holy. Holy means distinct. Can I get you to drop that in the comments? Every day is holy. Every day is holy. He is holy. But just sometimes you'll see people refer to as holy week. Um, uh, this is the feast of the Passover. This is um, 4,500 years ago, approximately, when the children of Israel were exiting Egypt. This is 2,000 years ago, approximately, when Jesus was the Passover lamb. He was being crucified. And I taught about this yesterday. Guys, if you don't have, if you didn't see yesterday's message, oh my God, go watch it. How do you get it? Text HARVEST to 55498. If you're looking at me on this camera that I'm pointing at right now, this is the bottom of the screen. If you're over here, can I get somebody to type that? Text HARVEST to 55498, just like that. Over here on TikTok, can I get somebody to do it? Text HARVEST to 55498. Um, when you understand that, when you do that, um, you got to see yesterday's message. It opened up this brand new series called How to Spring For. We only got nine minutes left, guys, and we're done. Um, listen, what are we learning how to do when we pray for an hour? We're learning how to build up our persistence. Woo! We are learning how to build up. Thank you all. We are learning how to build up our consistency in prayer. Thank you all for doing that on Facebook, too. Appreciate you, Lucinda. Thank you. Um, we're learning how to do that. Now, everybody listen and listen carefully. Um, this week is Passover. And um, on Sunday, it's called the Feast of First Fruits. And I taught about those yesterday. This is the week, everybody listen, listen to me carefully. If you were at the beginning of prayer, I said this to you, that during these feasts, it is a supernatural time. The Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendars and there's seven major feasts. Drop a seven in the comments. There are three fall feasts, four spring feasts. And the spring feasts all represent sudden fast forward movement, SFFM. You are in the week. And if you literally go look at your calendar, you'll see it says Passover begins on Wednesday. If you literally go look at a calendar, you'll see this as Passover begins on Wednesday. So this is this is literally the calendar of God. Um, sudden fast forward movement, SFFM. Now, why is this important for you to know? Because how did God, please listen to what I'm about to say. How did God get Jesus? And how did Jesus rather, how did he experience sudden fast forward movement? During this week, 2000 years ago, this was the day and this was the week where Judas came when Jesus was at a weak moment because he was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying and saying, Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. This is the week 2000 years ago that when God wanted to give Jesus and Jesus needed to get sudden fast forward movement, look at me, he did it through a Judas.
I need everybody to listen to me right through here. I need you to be on the lookout for how this thing is going to manifest this week. For how this thing is going to manifest during this season of your life. What's the Judas, Bishop? What's the Judas? <laughs> Dr. Laura Thompson says, you in my mail. What is the Judas? Judas' name means peephole in a door. So Judas is trying to look in to see what you're doing. And on the flip side, a Judas is a peephole in a door, which means whenever I see a Judas, I'm standing at a new door. Now, here's the thing about your Judas. I did a leadership podcast about this earlier today to release a little later. Um, how do you know um, that who your Judas is? Look at me. You, everybody look at me. You already know who they are. A Judas is never a stranger. It's somebody you already know. It's somebody that's already sat at your table. It's someone you already know. His name, the name Judas means people in the door. He's the son of Iscariot. That's his surname. Iscariot means traitor. 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 Got it? Like T-R-A-I-T-O-R. Traitor. That's what it means. So Judas' name literally means you're a peephole in a door that's a traitor. Okay? Um, this may manifest in lots of different ways, but I need everybody to hear me. When God is trying to get you sudden fast forward movement, he will allow people to do things that you're like, whoa, what is this? What's up? What's going on? He will allow people to do things. He will allow people to do things that you're like, God, what's up? God is like, I'm about to give you sudden fast forward movement. 2,000 years ago, this, who am I talking to right now? Like, who is this? Wave at me if this is making sense to you right now, because we're about to cover it in prayer. But I needed to teach it to you so that it can go. This happened Saturday. Look at me. Why did God have us pray about not getting the glory, about vengeance and recompense, and then now we're praying about the week of Passover? Now we're praying about the week of Passover. Why? We are praying about all of this, because you got to hear me, um, because I need you not to be caught off guard. I need you not to be shocked nor surprised. I need you to be like, okay, okay. He will allow it. And there's one scripture. Can I give you this one scripture? Let me give you this one scripture. I got to give you this one scripture. And Wednesday night's message, oh my God, Wednesday night's message is supposed to feel like that. It's going to be good. Let me give you this one scripture. This is what Jesus said to Judas. This is what he said to him. This is what he said to Judas. He said, um, come on, go, da, 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 where is it at, where is it at, where is it at, where is it at? Here it is, verse 53, Luke twenty-two fifty-three. This is what Jesus said to Judas. He said, but this hour belongs to you and to the power of darkness. He said, Judas, have your little moment because that's all it's going to be. Is this going to be a little moment? Passover is this week. Have your little moment because it's going to be a little moment. Do what you're going to do because this is your, have your little moment. This hour has been given to you to bless me. Father, during this week of Passover, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that it's just a moment. Whatever is trying to block, stop, interfere, mess with, frustrate, mm -mm. God would only allow it to bless us. Only allow it to bless us. Only allow it to bless us. And it was because of what you allowed Judas to do. 
If there's no Judas, there's no crucifixion. If there's no crucifixion, there's no cross. If there's no cross, there's no tomb. If there's no tomb, there is no resurrection. There's no resurrection, there's no salvation. There's no salvation, there's no earth. All of this was necessary. And we say thank you. Sudden fast forward movement and whatever plan and scheme of the enemy and scheme of the enemy little people and they look crews and cooks and whatever the enemy would try to do. We thank you, Lord, that you shut it down quickly. Because after Judas had his little moment where he felt like, yep, I got him, I got him, I got him. A few days later, he took his own life. It's a dangerous thing to mess with somebody anointed. It's a dangerous thing to mess with somebody you call. It's a dangerous thing to mess with a child of God. Thank you for the Passover, that the blood covers us, that the blood covers us, that the blood covers us, that we are covered, we are protected, and all is well in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, guys, last two things I want to do. I don't know about you. Prayer bless me. That's um, so amazing. Is everything, everything this week, because I was going to talk about Passover no matter what today. And, and then the Lord, he said, I want you to deal with vengeance. I want you to deal with glory. I'm not sharing either one of those. And, and, he, and, and then to deal with this. And then this week, literally on Wednesday night, that is the beginning of the Passover. And that literally is 2,000 years ago when he was betrayed, when he was beaten. All of that literally 2,000 years ago happened this week. So if you have a dark moment, look at me, y'all. It's just a moment. Please put that on the screen. It's just a moment. It's just a moment. It's just a moment. If you feel a little overwhelmed, look at me. It's just a moment. It's just a moment. Jesus told, Jesus looking over at Judas like, he says, look, have your little moment. Oh, live it up. You better, because you ain't going to be here in a few days. Live it up. Enjoy it. If you, he says, this hour has been given to you in the power of darkness. He said, I gave, look at me, I gave you this moment to bless me. Because somebody had to be the betrayer. Somebody had to be the one that was going to get me to my destination. Somebody had to be the one that was going to get me sudden fast forward movement. For Jesus, it was Judas. For Moses, it was Pharaoh. Question, who's God going to use? Oh, God, who's God using right now to get you your sudden fast forward movement? Oh, because I'm here to tell you, he's using somebody or something. He's using somebody or something. He's using somebody or something. Last two things I want to do, guys. Number one, a prayer bless you so. Always bless. What blesses you? How can you so? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, Shalom. Good to see you. You can use that. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church, all right? You can, you can sow. What are we sowing tonight? Um, this week of Passover, as we're sowing, uh, yes, Lord, we're going to do $32.35. Now, you want, if you want to do more than that, you can. Just put those numbers in it, 3235, 3235, 3235, for the scripture we read about vengeance and recompense. Why did Jesus, now let's connect all these dots, right? Roger Stone. Why did Jesus never, ever get all upset with Judas? Because he was like, vengeance and recompense of mine. You're going to get it, Judas. And you're going to say that you never should have did this. So when Judas tried to go be friends with the people he betrayed Jesus with, they were like, we don't want to, we don't like you. We don't want to be around you. What are y'all talking about? 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 Uh-uh, I come against the spirit of suicide over here. 
Uh-uh. You will live and not die over here on TikTok. What are you talking about? I literally talk, I'm literally just finished saying what I'm saying to you. It is just a moment. It is just a moment. Our seat tonight, 3235. You can also use Instagram. If you're on Instagram, you can use the badges to so too. But everybody saw something so with that amount. And just call it this your Passover seat. This your Passover seat. All right. Um, this your Passover seat. This is the week of Passover. It's your week of Passover. This is your Passover seat. Secondly, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, tonight is your night to give your life to the Lord. Secondly, it's your night to recommit yourself to the Lord if you've been far from him. And if you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, tonight is the night for you to do that. Wherever you're at, on the count of three, do the hamburger emoji or say it to me. One, two, three. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I need you to respond just like that. Sudden, fast forward movement, just like that. Just like that. Sudden, fast forward movement. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Wherever you are at, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Whatever platform you're at, whatever platform you're on. I don't care if you're tall, short, black, white, Hispanic, your, you, your hair is real, yeah, you went and bought it, which means it's, it's really yours because you got the receipt. Come on. One, two, I got you. I got you. Three, over here on TikTok, I got you. Wherever you are at, do that hand wave emoji says me. Four, on Facebook, I got you. All right, I got you. Five, I got you over here on Instagram. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Do that hand wave. Six, seven, wherever you're at. Eight, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. God's coming to get you tonight. Nine, over here on TikTok. All right, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Come on, there's a few more of you that you need to respond. We're going to pray and we're going to go. We're going to pray and we're going to go. But God is literally coming to get you tonight. He's coming to get you tonight. Do not get off of here. What's the Venmo? Um, you can do it. Um, the Venmo is um, um, Bishop Foreman is the Venmo. Uh, where are we at? 10. That's 10. B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. Did I get the number right? That's 11. Am I still on count, y'all? If I'm not on count, y'all help me. That's 12. Wherever you're at, do that hamburger emoji or say it's me. Do that hamburger emoji or say it's me. That's 13. Come on, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. I already got you. I got you. I got you, Razmia. I got you. More importantly, God's got you. That's 16 over here on TikTok. 17 over there. 18 right there. Come on, God. Come on, wherever you're at. Wherever you're 19 over here on TikTok. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. 20 over here. 20 over here. All right, there's another. That's 21 on TikTok. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. My hand with the emojis say it's me. We can the total count you all, everybody. I got you. 21 over there on Facebook. I got you. God is coming to get you tonight on prayer. On prayer. On prayer, he's coming to get you. 22, I got you over here on Instagram. I got you. There's at least one more. 23 for 2023. There's at least one more. There is an end. <laughs> Come on, overflow. 23. Uh, 24. Where are you at? <laughs> Do that hand with me, Moses says me, Jesus. You're 25. Come on, y'all. Look at what the Lord is doing on prayer. This was prayer. On prayer. Look, everybody pray this prayer for me. You can keep responding if you need to become a Christian. 26 over there on Facebook. Jesus, you're good. Jesus, you're good. Jesus, you're good. 26. Everybody, everybody. 26. Is that 27, 28? Come on, God. <laughs> I was ready to pray. 29 over here. 
on TikTok. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do y'all see what God is doing tonight? Each one of these hands is a light that matters to God and matters to us. Each one of these, it's me. It matters to God and it matters to us. Everybody pray this prayer with me. You can keep responding. You can keep responding. 30, you can keep responding. But everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. 31, from this day forward, I commit my life to you. 32 over here on TikTok. I pray that you get all of me. Take my life and do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer, everybody look at me. The Bible says heaven's rejoicing, we're rejoicing, and more importantly, you should be rejoicing because you're saved or recommitted. Mr. Foreman, what does that really mean? What am I even saved from? You're saved from yourself. <laughs> you do not have to be your own worst enemy. You are saved from hell. If you were to exit the earth now, you know that you would be with the Lord. And number three, you're saved from having to figure this thing called life out on your own. Here's what I need everybody to just pray that prayer. We committed ourselves to do. You're going to just simply text the word harvest to 55498. Why do I want you to do that? Because when you text the word harvest to 55498, what's going to happen for you? You're going to get a menu. You're just going to enter the number for salvation. And when you enter the number for salvation, um, we're going to shoot you a message called what next? Now that you prayed this prayer, what do you do next? Let me walk you through so that this is not just a wham, bam, thank you, man. Because they say 90% of people fall away from the Lord after giving their lives to him. And that will not be your story. You will not fall away. Guys, it's 807, 1007 East Coast time. What a harvest. 32 tonight. To God be the glory. And why do we count? We count so that we, we know. But more importantly, I need you to hear me. You are so much more than a number. You matter to God. The God, Bible says that he's numbered the hairs on your head. So for somebody like me, where I cut them off all the time, he knows exactly which one I cut off. Do you hear me? Love you guys. Get your seed in the ground. 32.35. You want to sow more than that? Look at that. Look at that. Our seed tonight is $32.35. But you can do more than that. Look at the South. Look at the decisions tonight. 32. Wow. All right, that's our seed. If you want to sow more, you sow more, but everybody sow something. We call this your Passover seed. I'll pop up to you tomorrow. Make sure that you're part of that. Again, how can you sow? Use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that is available. The email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. And the Venmo, Bishop Foreman, or Harvest Church Give. Best place to get all of it is Harvest Church. Church. I love you guys. It's for 3 a.m., where are you at? New week, new week, tell me where you're at. Where are you located? Because you said you stayed up to 3 a.m. Guys, we're just going to celebrate this together. Um, um, they said they stayed up until 3 a.m. Just to be on prayer, which means it's now 4 o'clock, wherever they are. What city, what nation, where are you located? Can you put that in the comments real fast? I want you all to know that what we're doing together, God is getting all the glory. I'm just a facilitator. God is getting all of the glory. I'm just sitting in the seat to say what he said. But God... Is getting all of the glory. God is getting all the glory. Are you there? I'm just waiting for the city and say, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Looking for the nation. Love you too. 
looking for the nation. Okay, all right. Haven't seen them yet. I haven't seen the response yet. But anyway, they said they waited up to 3 a.m. just to be on prayer. And now that means it's 4.09 a.m. wherever they are. Uh, and uh, and so they are there. All right. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow for the pop-up. Love you, South Africa. Is that where it's at? All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Get your seed in the ground. Praise God for 32 people giving their lives or recommitting themselves to the Lord. We're naming this seed pa Passover. So we're naming this seed Passover. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Have a good night. Bye-bye, TikTok. Love you. All right, you all, love you all. Shalom to you. And then to those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.